No, not this again. Three, two, one. Alright, welcome to episode 8 of Gotta Catch Him Again, a Pokemon Rewatch podcast where some grown-ass people get together to break down a different episode of the Pokemon TV series each and every week, starting with the very first episode of Indigo. Today we're watching season 1, episode 7, The Waterflowers of Cerulean City. My name is Paul and I'm joined as always by Spencer. Go ahead and say something to our breathtakingly lovely audience. Hello breathtaking audience, glad to be here again, excited as always. And ready to be drilling you with some more uh, Pokemon show, episode, news, whatever. Let's do it. Awesome, awesome. I I, I still love the B-drill. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I, you caught that, I you? always encourage Pokemon puns. So, um, I'm glad so, you caught that. So this morning, our, our poor, humble little show has been shrouded in a great deal of technical problems. So we're hoping yes. things go off without a hitch. But um, fingers crossed. Yeah, full disclosure: this is the second time I've started the show, so we'll see if it's the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also some more exciting news too. Uh, this isn't Pokemon related. I just thought I'd get that out there. But uh, my sister is going into labor, and so I'm about to become an uncle, uh, probably during this podcast. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I thought I'd say, share that. I'm just waiting to hear from my mom, who's with her now, um, on when that baby is going to be born and when I become an uncle. So there you go. No doubt. Well, keep us appraised as we go. For sure. Yeah, awesome, awesome. All right, it's an exciting day. Um, so I guess without further ado, I'll uh, just go into some Pokemon Go. Um, not a whole lot's changed since last week uh, in terms of that. I still have my same top three. That's probably going to be a bit of a theme for a little while until I maybe evolve or catch something that's just astronomically huge. Um, but right now, my largest is still like uh, two thousand something odd. Um, that that elephant creature there. <laughs> I'm not looking at my Pokemon Co. Dawn fan. Dawn fan. Thank you. Two thousand yeah. is still my two thousand twenty nine Dawn fan. Um, but I thought I'd take a little look at what I've caught, walked, and Pokestops that I've done this week, and then we'll do a few gifts and get into the episode. Sounds good. All right, awesome. So, um, I've currently caught 187 um, Pokemon. So, I mean, not too bad, given that I haven't been going for that long. Uh, that's unique, of course, I think. Uh, I've walked 120k. I uh, hit 797 Pokestops. And my total XP is 438,430. So, but you're you're up around like 8 million or something now, aren't you? Something crazy like that, yeah. Yeah, okay, wow. Insanity. Um, do you have any, any major updates on your end with Pokemon Go? Uh, nothing too major in the last week. I'm still ro- walking my Ralts. Okay. And uh, I do have enough candy to evolve it now, but um, I need a lot more. Like, okay. I can only evolve it to the second stage. I need like 100 or 125 to get a third stage. I guess just 100 because I do have the second stage already, the Gorilla, something like that. But it's going to take a while. It's five kilometers per candy on this thing. Uh, and yeah, I need a hundred of them. So it's that's a lot of walking, and I don't do a ton of walking. So, you know, it takes okay. a while. But uh, yeah, it's going to be my buddy for a while, and I can't wait to finally get to evolve that. You know, yeah. probably okay. by the end of the show. Uh, episode 80 or something. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be a momentous end to this program when you finally get to evolve it. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, awesome. So I guess uh, some gifts then? Let's do it. Okay, I think you just sent me it, didn't you? 
Yes, I did. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, from you, I have... From the BHCC Pavilion. Do, 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 do. I have two Ultra Balls, 100 Stardust, and that's it. Still not too bad. Those Ultra Balls are nice. Those Ultra Balls are nice to get. Yeah, I was going to say, it still feels it's like a light week. But nah, those Ultra Balls are good to get. There's some value there. So, let's see. What did I send you? Alright, I'm opening this now. From a library. Alright. Yeah. What do we got from the library? One Max Revive. 200 okay. Stardust. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it wasn't too momentous of a week. It's alright. I like, I'll take that Stardust. Yeah, I'll okay. take that Revive. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Alright, so... With that out of the way, I guess it's pretty much right into the episode. Does it feel like we're moving really fast today? Um, maybe, but we didn't have a lot to say. Uh, not too many updates this week for Pokemon Go, I suppose. No, I think that's why. I don't think I have any totally standard Pokemon stuff that I'm only just now grasping. Oh, except the fact, do you find that you get logged out of your Pokemon Go a lot? Mm, no, are you playing on Wi-Fi a lot? Maybe when you're switching... You're getting out of range of Wi-Fi yeah. and stuff. That's what I... Honestly, that's what I think it is. I'm much more conscious now to turn off my Wi-Fi before I leave yeah. the building. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, okay. but I... Like, that's such... I would have thought they would have had to clean that up by now. Because every time I have to, like, log out, I... Most of the time I have to get a new password because I forget my password. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's such a pain in the ass just for Wi-Fi. Like, they should have gotten around that by now. Anywho! Whatever. That's the only normal Pokemon thing that's bugging me. So, um, I guess with that, right into the episode grade, um, what kind of grade did you give this week's episode? Alright, uh, I went ahead with a B this week. Okay. How about you? Um, I gave it a D. Oh, really low, hey? Yeah, I gave it a really low, um, and you know, I wanted to like it so badly. I wanted to. I really to. want to know why you got this so low. I guess we'll find out. I know, it's an important episode. Like, I wanted it to be good, but I didn't think it was. And we'll talk about some of those reasons as we go through. I'm wondering if the reason you gave it a D is the same reason I gave it a B. Ooh. Okay, I'll be curious to see. Just by hearing that, yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to why you gave this, but uh, I guess we'll be talking about that more so at the end or as we go through the episode here. Yeah, for sure. Alright, um, so this week's episode is, uh, not, not, that's the title of last week's. I caught that before I said it out loud. The Water Flowers of Cerulean City. Um, this week's episode is directed by Masamitsu Hidaka. Uh, again, the, uh, North American voice dub director is Fred Butter. And this episode, again, we have a new screenplay writer, is Yukiyoshi Ohashi. Right. Um, so in uh, Japan, this originally aired May 13th, 1997, and it came to North America with the English dub September 16th, 1998. Uh, it was originally called the, uh, and I'm not going to say this properly, the uh, Sui Chuka of Hanada City. So Cerulean City in the original Japanese anime is actually Hanada. Okay. So... Kind of sounds like Canada. It does. It actually with is Canada with an H at the beginning. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. So, yeah. yeah. I, I just tried to put a little, you know, uh, flair on it when I said it. Hanata. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, so last week the crew came to Mount Moon and rescued a hapless rhyming scientist named Seymour. Team Rocket showed an alarming capacity for engineering by installing thousands of working lights in a cave with no electricity. The crew helped a cult of Clefairy ascend to a new level of connection with a pet rock and that definitely was not their god. In the end, the only thing that you'll ever need to know about last week's episode is that Brock caught a Zubat. Yeah, fair. That's fair. Sound about right? That's yeah. fair. All right. So, um, before we get into the episode, I want to talk a little about the recap that they give at the beginning of this episode, um, when they're going through with the narrator. We get several shots of Ash in front of the Cerulean City sign at the end of the recap, um, because he's, like, Gary was here on it. Yeah, exactly. He's indignantly reading Gary's disparaging graffiti. Um, and in the last episode, you'll remember that it was written, uh, Gary was here, Ash is a loser. And so in most of the flashback scenes we get, we see the Cerulean City sign that Ash is looking at. However, after about 25 seconds into the, um, I keep calling it a flashback, but the recap with the narrator, about 25 seconds in, there's about two to three frames of the animation where they pan down and it's actually the original Japanese frames. Um, so instead of Cerulean, um, it's actually in, it's actually the original Japanese text. So I'll, uh, I'm actually gonna send you this in, uh, in a, oh, do we have a Discord open anymore? I don't, damn it. I was gonna send you a picture of this so you could see it along. And I will, uh, um, along with me, I and, saw I'll, it. and I'll post it on, uh, Facebook as well when this episode comes out. Uh, yeah, I see. still have it open if you want to. There we go, yeah, I just did. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't even watch the recap. I just kind of skipped over it. But... <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. I know. I know I'm bad. Yeah, you're terrible. Um, so I just sent you a picture. Like, well, of... I just watched the episode last week. Like... I know. So there's like, there's only about two to three frames of this. And I would think it's probably because they used that shot in the recap, but they didn't use it in the English dubbed episode. Maybe they cut it for time or something, but they used it in the recap and didn't realize. So yeah. I just thought that was an interesting little slip up. So yeah, you yeah, can see I've in that picture it. I just sent you that screen cap. Yeah, and then you don't—I don't see you know Gary's face that we talked about was supposed to be there either. Like that little blurry bit in the corner, I'm assuming is Gary's graffiti. Yep, that blurry bit in the okay. corner is Gary's graffiti, and uh, no, his face isn't there at that point because his face shows up when Ash is actually reading it mm. head on, okay. and when they show that scene, they have the proper English dubbed version. Okay. So it's just this one bit because the sign has nothing to do with this and they're just panning down Brock and Misty and the sign happens to be in the background. Yeah. And it was never corrected in this one. So if you guys want to see that, you can head on over to our Facebook page. Um, and while you're there, why don't you follow us and give us a review? Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Gotta Catch Pod. And uh, that's where you can see all these wonderful visuals that we talk about on the podcast because that's good podcasting. So, I just thought I'd, uh, yeah, mention that. Um, no, but, I'm glad you did, because yeah. I skipped it. I know. That was unacceptable. Oh, 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 my oh. God. I know, I know. Oh, wow. I hope you have a lot of these, because we got a lot of show left. <laughs> I have a few more. Good, use. good. <laughs> so, you're just walking around writing down Pokemon puns on napkins everywhere you go. <laughs> exactly. I'm, like, sitting there at a restaurant, just like... Oh, yeah. Write it down on the yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. If we think of the same one, is it a jinx? No, I'm sorry. That was that was pitiful. Oh. So this week, we open on Brock and Ash walking along a pathway. Uh, Ash is just enjoying the sunshine. 
And they make a little bit of small chat, but then we cut to Misty, who's running as fast as she can after them. And I just love watching... She's so far behind again. Yeah, I know, right? I just love watching people run in anime, by the way. (laughs) It just looks funny. It just looks ridiculous. Yeah, just uh, limbs flailing everywhere. It's just, it's chaos. arms going back and forth. Yeah. Um, and she's like, where do you think you're going, Ash? Is like, Cerulean City. And then this is where Misty gets all bent out of shape. And we were kind of foreshadowing some of this at the end of last week's episode. And she's like, uh, Cerulean City? What are you going there for? So. Yeah, she tries to dissuade him. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, we're a minute and 19 seconds into this episode. And I already have a problem. Yeah. So, did you have anything to say about that opening bit before I launch into this tirade about the conversation they're about to have? Mm, should I have? I'm kind of worried. Like, you gave this a low grade. You're, like, questioning me. I need to know. Okay, just, know. just tell me. Just tell me okay. what's, what's wrong. A minute and 19 seconds into this episode, I'm already angry. So, Ash replies. So, keep, Misty says, why would you go to Cerulean City? What would you go to Cerulean City for? Ash says he's going for more badges. And Misty says, Ash, you don't want Pokemon from there. Trust me. So Ash replies, why not? What the hell is happening here? He's not going to Cerulean City to get Pokemon. Mm. He is clearly going there to get a badge. So when Misty, even if Misty was going to say, you don't want Pokemon from there, trust me, because she's so eager to dissuade him, why wouldn't he instinctively say, I don't care about their Pokemon. I'm going to be the best Pokemon trainer ever, and I've got to collect badges. Right? Yeah. Like, so so this is just so dumb. He's specifically going for the badge. Misty's comment is just complete nonsense. And for this conversation to even continue without Ash calling her out on this is total horseshit. This is where I scrolled up my page and I put a D down. And I said, okay, this episode is going to have to convince me otherwise. Maybe she's just trying to confuse him. We know how badly she doesn't want to go to Cerulean City already. Maybe she's trying to confuse him or trying to dissuade him by saying... Because a little bit later on, she does talk about uh, Pokemon in another city. She's like, oh, the Pokemon here are so much better. You can go here and get a badge and collect Pokemon. So maybe she's setting up for that. But I see what you're saying still. It is kind of... Yeah, and why would he be so easily confused? (laughs) I don't know, because she's trying anything. She's... I mean, they're 10, first of all, so... uh, Granted. but, uh, I mean, I know we, we call that out pretty much every week here, but to try and justify their actions or justify mm-hmm. why they do some of these things, which still maybe doesn't justify it in some cases. <laughs> but I don't know. She's just trying anything to get him to not go to Cerulean City. So maybe it was just an on-the-spot thing. And she, like, she goes on just slightly bit, a little bit further, and she's talking about, like, these scary ghost Pokemon that look like this. She makes this weird face. I mean, the screen pan's blue, and she's got this weird face, like, only you yeah. do an anime kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Calling them monsters and stuff. Like, First of all, any Pokemon fan knows there's not really ghost Pokemon there. That's not where you catch your ghost Pokemon. No. But uh, also, I don't know. She's just... 
it's just really weird. She's just trying everything. And at first, she's like, you know, Ash sounds like he's about to agree with her. And then she, he's like, no, wait, we're going to go. We're going to keep going to Cerulean City anyway. And yeah. that's kind of where Misty calls him out. Yeah, he pulls like a fast City. one on her. He's like, okay, yeah, we'll yeah. go to Cerulean City. Like, it's like, yeah, it's all. But yeah, okay. I just got myself all in a tizzy about that. I just, I don't know. So but is this why it was D? Just it started this is, there. This is the beginning of why it's D, and the fact that it failed to dissuade me from that. Like I was like, you know, I'm gonna go right down that D, and if some good stuff happens, maybe I'll throw a plus there. Maybe if some more good stuff happens, I'll throw a minus there and move it up to a C. You know, okay. like, but it it failed to ever do that. So her whole yeah. ghost Pokemon thing doesn't work. Um, and they, yeah, you mentioned alternative places and stuff like that. So they wind up walking away, and once again, Ash says, I've got to get more trainer badges, and since there's a gym in Cerulean City, and then Brock says, yeah, makes sense to me, further cementing the fact that he's not going there for Pokemon. But anyways, yeah. then Misty Maybe says, Misty's confused. yeah, so then Misty says <laughs> she never wanted to end up back here. So we get the idea that Misty has been to Cerulean City and maybe she has some history there. Which we will definitely find out more as this continues on. Yes. Um, so yeah, they continue walking towards it and we pan to a shot, uh, presumably in Cerulean City itself. We do find out a little bit later that it is, but it's Team Rocket. They're popping through like this vent and it's all dark blue, so it's meant for us to understand or think that it's dark in here. They even have a flashlight to show, yeah, okay, it's dark where they're at. So presumably it's nighttime or something. They're, they're someplace they're not supposed to be and they're looking around for something. We don't know necessarily what until they find it. There's this like big machine with a hose and then they're like, perfect we can use this to get pokemon or something and we're left wondering what the heck is this thing we don't know what it is but it's setting up for later in the episode mm -hmm. um so they're uh, they apparently steal this thing and then we pan back to ash and brock who have entered cerulean city and taking note of the wonderful city they're like oh it's so beautiful here i don't know why misty didn't want to come to this place it looks so so good why does she hate this place so much and they just chalk it up to the fact that she's a girl and like oh yeah She's a girl, no one will ever figure them out. They don't make sense kind of thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate that scene so much. <laughs> but I know it's 1997, this was made for 10-year-old children, so, but I'm never not going to call out a dumb line like that, but whatever. <laughs> oh, that's fair. So, okay, so yeah, then we hear police sirens. Um, and I was really hoping that they were coming to arrest uh, Yuki Yoshi Ohashi for inflicting this fucking episode on me, but they weren't. Wow. Um, yeah, but <laughs> no, it turns out that uh, some thieves broke into the store last night. <gasps> Who could that be? And all of a sudden, uh, Officer Jenny is all up in their grill because apparently this group of young children looks very, very suspicious. Why is it always this group of 10, -year -old, 10 and 15-year-olds? I know, right? Like, if they were at the scene, wouldn't you just be like, move along, children? But, I don't know. Then, Ash notices that she's just like the Officer Jenny from Viridian, and she's like, that's my sister-in-law. But if you dealt with her, then that means you've had run-ins with the law! And she's like, maybe you were turning in a lost wallet, or you're an escaped burglar. Again, they're children. So, anyways. 
Then Ash, having learned his lesson in episode two, uh, pulls out his Pokedex and shows it to her, and it gives her the same spiel. Episode two, I think, of our show. I think a Pokemon... No, that was Pokemon Emergency. That was episode two of the show. Uh, Pulls out his Pokedex and shows it to her, and it gives her the same spiel from episode two about who he is and um, uh, Professor Oak programmed the thing and so then Brock says yeah and I was a leader of the Pewter City gym and he presents his gym badge as ID which I mean anyone who beat the Pewter City gym <laughs> should have like Ash has one of those so right? you could say I'm the Pewter City gym leader and hold up his boulder match <laughs> so a lot of questions about that but all right so then officer Jenny is all like I'm convinced and she says that his uh that her sister has weird tastes and friends but I guess, like, okay, shady, but also they're not friends. They just met. But So next yeah. we get Brock trying to mack on our Officer Jenny. And he's like, since we're new in town, maybe you could show me around. And, and so this is the start of this ongoing thing we're going to see with Brock constantly trying to hit on every woman that he meets. Yeah, well, he is a 15-year-old boy, so somewhat makes sense there. I guess. And he's, yeah, and he's probably felt pretty repressed living with his 10 siblings so he's like out here and maybe this is the why we're seeing this for the first time because he's like oh my god the female species yeah. um, so um but anyways he's 15 years old and this is a cop by the way but anyways then jenny kind of calls him out on it she says i'm not off work until after your bedtime and i may even have to work around the clock to catch these burglars just kind of giving him the cold shoulder like no sorry buddy i'm mm-hmm. not interested in it or whatever um, yeah, but it continues on, um, shows that for a little bit more, and then Brock and, it pans over to Brock and Ash just sitting on a bench, kind of talking about what they saw, what happened, you know, and curiously enough, during this whole time, there's no Misty to be found, so, like, what happened to her? Mm-hmm. You kind of start to wonder, like, why isn't she with them? Where did she go? What's her deal with Cerulean City? Did she just not enter the city, and she's just gonna, like, wait for them on the other side? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, and Ash... So that's always in the back of your mind here. But then Ash starts asking Brock about um, the gym, like if he knew anything about the gym leader of Cerulean City or if he knew, you know, um, what type of Pokemon, their special moves, anything that he could give him to maybe help Ash defeat the gym leader and win his badge. And Brock being the honorable gym leader saying, I can't really help you because it's a gym leader thing. You know, we have this pact almost kind of deal, right, mm-hmm. where uh, they can't divulge their secrets or that would kind of be like cheating or something so he's not really going to tell him too much He could, I think he gives him a little hint maybe but other than that uh, really nothing and then Brock wanders off somewhere, somewhere and Ash is left alone with Pikachu and a map to try and hunt down Cerulean City Gym uh, which he does eventually find and there's like it, it looks quite a bit different than the one we saw in Pewter City where it had the rock and stuff out front. This one looks more like a circus tent or something mm-hmm. with like a dugong on it and it's a Cerulean gym. So uh, Ash finds that and he goes in there to check out what's up. Yeah. And just kind of the way that that's shot too, I thought, was interesting. It's nerdy. I mean, it's like whatever. It's probably interesting to like two people in the world. But when Ash comes over the... I think he kind of comes over a little crest. Because that's how everybody discovers things in Pokemon, I'm realizing. He comes over a little bit of a crest and he sees the Cerulean City Gym. That... The shot that we get is him viewing the gym. But then that immediately becomes the establishing shot for the next scene. Did you notice how that worked? 
What do you mean by that exactly? Um, instead of him seeing it, uh, like rather than him coming to a point and then getting a separate establishing shot for the building we're about to move into, his point of view became that. Okay. First shot of the outside of the building. I don't know. That's kind of a weird thing. I just, I kind of picked, and I noticed it. So I thought maybe somebody else who is listening to this might have, might pick up on that and might find it interesting. Maybe I'm absolutely insane. Maybe you are. No. That's a complete possibility, but whatever. Um, no, it's cool though. Like I noticed, I've noticed as we've been doing this show and getting through some of these episodes that we tend to pick up on like different aspects or different things in the show, which yeah. definitely adds for some interesting conversations or something like you missed, I've picked up on, or I picked up on you, mi- or you, whatever, you know? Yeah, I definitely. Missed, kind of thing. And it definitely just just our view and outlook of the show changes and uh, gives us interesting things to discuss or talk about and bring up so no i like it for sure for sure and i'm sure there's people listening to this who see a bunch of stuff that we don't even know about so that's true too if you think you miss something if you think you miss something like me (laughs) if you think we miss something uh you can go ahead and let us know about that why don't you i don't know send us an email because we live in the future and you can do that now at uh you know gotta catch podcast at gmail.com gotta catch podcast at gmail.com and then you can tell us what we didn't see that you noticed and maybe you know tell us some things we noticed that you didn't we like to have our egos stroked anyways so um we get the shot of the yeah the duagong tent there and so then we get inside and uh we find out that um well okay first of all we hear an announcer who's introducing the cerulean city synchronized swimmers um, but there is a moment, and here I go picking stuff apart again. There's a moment where Ash enters, and we see him at the top of the bleachers. And his yeah. mouth very clearly moves. But there's no words in the English dub for that scene. Yeah, I thought it was just like a shock, like, oh! So, like, now just opening I don't your mouth, know. like, what? That's an interesting viewpoint. I don't know. It, I could almost perceive that as shock. So, I want to go back and see it again. I wonder. <clears throat> But I thought it moved more than once, like more than just his jaw dropping. So now I'm up for grabs if there was supposed to be words there or not. Yeah, um, I couldn't tell you without going back and watching it. Yeah, that's interesting. So, but I thought, I thought personally there was something left out of the English dub. So maybe it was okay. just shock, though. I'm not sure. That's that's how I took it. Okay. Um. So then we get our first look at the three sisters, Lily, Violet, and Daisy, who have um pink, blue, and yellow hair, respectively. According to the Bulbapedia entry for them, Lily's hair is pink, but Violet's color is officially listed as indigo, and Daisy, in classic cartoon fashion, is actually a blonde. So, the pink and blue hair is actually pink and blue hair. Well, indigo. But is actually pink and indigo hair, but Daisy's isn't yellow. It's supposed to represent blonde. I mean, I, I could buy it as being blonde. Yeah, that's kind of what I... I mean, if there was no context, if there wasn't two other characters with fashion colors in their hair, I would assume that she was blonde because cartoons. Like, just like I assume Misty's redhead, right? Yeah. But, like, in this in this case, I wondered because the other two do have, like, pastel-colored hair, so... Um, that's fair. So we see them perform their little synchro routine. Pikachu is absolutely captivated by it, which is adorable. As am I. Yeah. Pikachu's my buddy. No. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Uh, Ash is like, I thought this was a Pokemon gym. Um, so after the show, Ash and Pikachu go wandering through the gym, and there's all kinds of aquariums. Now, this brings us to a crucial point. Because this aquarium has just regular non-Pokemon fish species in it. 
So we've so far had a worm and now we have these fish adding to this idea that the universe definitely has regular animals in it. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah, I did actually. And because we we talked about it in previous episodes too with like him dressing up as a cowderpee, if you remember that. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. So hinting at that. So there's definitely, like you're saying, other animals here. I'm, I'm actually getting a little bit confused why they don't have a bunch of magic carp or something swimming around in here, you know, like goldines and stuff, but uh, I guess that's what this is. And then, um, while well, we see this, Ash is wandering through here, we happen to meet the triplets or the three sisters, I don't know if they're actually... Good point. It's the three sisters, anyway. Uh, Ash runs into them and they're like, hey, what are you doing, kind of thing, like, sorry, we don't do autographs or... Uh, if you want an autograph, you have to book us something like that. Um, or, you know, you just want to gosh at how awesome we are, because, you know, that's what these girls are like. We're like, we're so cool, we're so beautiful, we're awesome, whatever. But then Ash reveals to them that he's not there for any of that. He's actually there because he's a Pokemon trainer, and he wants to get a gym badge. And he was wondering where the gym leader is or how to find them. And then that's when the sisters reveal that they're three trainers of the gym and can give them the badge, or he can challenge them for the badge. Um... But, as it turns out, uh, three chain trainers came to this gym before Ash, who all happened to be from Pallet Town. So, again, you know, the three trainers that just completely destroyed these, these three gym leaders. Wasn't even close, and they lost all their Pokemon except for, like, a weak little uh, Goldeen or something. Mm-hmm. And not just did they lose in these battles, they were so vicious that they had to rush all their Pokemon to the Pokemon Center. So, <laughs> so here we are again with this idea that Pokemon can be injured in battle and just recover in their Pokeball, but then also sometimes they have to go to the Pokemon Center? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we've ever really come up with what the deciding factor of that is, is if they need a Pokemon Center or not. I know, that like, drives me nuts. I don't think we ever will get closure on this. I'm going to be watching for it, trust me. I won't rest until I have answers. <laughs> I don't know if you're ever going to get the closure we need for that. Probably not. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we see the only remaining Goldeen. Um, so the sisters are more than happy not to battle, and then they're all like, we know what you want. So then they call a seal um, that's just kind of swimming around in the pool. Even though four seconds ago they said the Goldeen was their only Pokemon, but, you know. So no, they got two. Yeah. yeah. So the seal swims over and jumps out of the water, then he sticks out his tongue, and there's a Cerulean City Cascade badge on it. Is he just eating these things, like, Apparently. <laughs> holding them all in his mouth all day? Uh, so Ash is like, I would rather earn it in a proper battle. But the sisters insist they're like, a badge is a badge. And Ash is just about to take it when who should reappear but Misty? Oh, she's back. Mysteriously missing uh, for so long. Misty. Mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. yeah. yeah. We're throwing up the puns there today, eh? I'm <laughs> okay. so sorry for those listening to this. Um, I, I, so when she reappears, I just love how excited Pikachu is. Like, yeah, he hates, like he likes Misty more. Yeah, he hates having the team being apart. <laughs> like he gets stressed out every. Like even when Brock left, he got like stressed out. Like Pikachu palatably hates it when this team is apart. I love that. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's like Misty is his favorite, too. Or something. Yeah, I noticed that, and we're going to see more of that as we go. Yeah, um, even in this episode. Oh, yeah, definitely, like, as we go through this episode, for sure. So, yeah, yep. so, so yeah, so Misty reappears, and she's like, uh, all right, if you won't battle him, I will. 
And yeah, that's good. That's what we've been building up for a few episodes. Why Misty necessarily doesn't want to come to Cerulean City and what her and Brock have had in common, what, where, what her deal is, where she's come from. And this is part of why I gave it a higher grade is because we're learning about Misty and her backstory here a little mm -hmm. bit, where she came from. And we find out that she's the fourth sensational sister, so to speak, quote unquote. So she's a sister with, these are her sisters apparently, and she's a gym trainer at the same, uh, same gym. So she's perfectly capable of battling someone and uh, giving them a badge if they defeat her. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, so we come back and, and the sisters are like, hey, we didn't think we'd see you so back here so soon. Uh, kind of complaining about that. Um, and then she's, she justifies it by saying, the only reason I'm here is because he wanted to come. And she looks at Ash and they call him. They're like, well, he's not the first person I'd choose for a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. But Ash just, like, falls over. And she's like, my boyfriend? She doesn't actually deny that he wasn't her boyfriend. Touche! Uh, yeah. <laughs> but she did say, what, my boyfriend? And then kind of, like, chastises them a little bit, criticizes them. It's like, no, I'm... And just goes on and talks about how she's a good trainer, as good a trainer as that, her sisters, and she can perfectly battle him and stop him from getting this gym badge or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, and so she says, yeah, like, she's gonna battle him and stop him. Daisy's like, well, you are the only one of us with a Pokemon that can battle. And then, oh my god, we get a setup for this epic showdown between two of our main characters. Um, and Misty says, I wasn't planning on challenging you till he paid me back for my bike, but now is as good a time as any. Which, in an otherwise really disappointing episode for, uh, the way it's put together, I thought, um, is a nice reminder of how we got to this point, but it's also surprisingly graceful and not too heavy-handed. Um, okay, but yeah. too little, too late. But, you know, I did appreciate that. That's one of the things I do like about Pokemon, is that they'll do those little things. So, credit where credit's well, that, due. Yeah, and those kind of things does help tie the continuity of the show together. It yeah. just shows, like, they're remembering where we came from, how we got here. and It's just a nice little reminder. So, yeah, the show continues episode by episode. Yeah, exactly. And it's giving viewers credit to remember that without it being this whole thing. I was going to wait until you repaid me for the bike that you stole that day while I was fishing by the lake. You know, like, it's not this whole heavy-handed thing. It's just, like, if you remember the bike, you do. If you don't, you're confused. Suck it up, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Ash looks at Pikachu and he's like, this one's going to be a piece of cake. And Pikachu just looks so upset, and he doesn't want to battle his pal Misty. And I have to mention, again, how much I adore Pikachu. Misty calls for two against two. Um, and, oh, yeah, okay, so, but at this point, Pikachu hasn't refused. He just looks really dejected by the idea. Um, mm -hmm. And Misty calls for two against two. Ash's first Pokemon is Pikachu. And he freaking picks up Pikachu and tries to just hurl him. I know. Into, what the? <laughs> What? <laughs> that was hilarious. Not how this like, works. <laughs> he's like, looks like he's about to throw, like he would throw a football or something. <laughs> yeah. Never. <laughs> At any other point in the series, has he picked up Pikachu and physically thrown him into battle? <laughs> I Where thought it was did hilarious. he get this idea? I don't know, but it's hilarious. <laughs> it I guess I, I know. I mean, I know why they did it. It's hilarious. They did it so they could show Pikachu not wanting to go <laughs> because when he goes to throw him, Pikachu just like hangs onto Ash's arm for dear life, and then it just shows that Pikachu doesn't want to go fa fight it. It's just reaffirming that Pikachu does not want to fight against Misty and her Pokemon. He's like, no, I don't want to fight my friends. And it's and so just like holding on to Ash. Yeah. So it is I so have cute. a question now for Spencer's Pokedex. 
How big is okay. Pikachu? All right, I'll bring this out. Okay. I mean, I could just look it up online, but I want to. I want. I want to hear it from the book. All right. Height, we got one foot four inches. Weight, we got thirteen pounds. One foot four inches. Okay, that's not that big. Okay, I buy it. I buy it. That's fine. I thought the perspective of Pikachu clinging onto his hand was really messed up. Because it seems to me in other versions of Pikachu, we see him more at, like, kneecap level. Okay. Am I crazy, or is that something you resonate with? No. I I don't think you're crazy. I I mean, I... I haven't taken too much notice to that, but yeah. Yeah, because if he's just, at, just our perspective. Yeah, I'm just thinking because if he's at kneecap height and other things, for him to wrap around his hand like that seems yeah wrong. Like that's the wrong size of Pikachu. But, but at qu- the same time, Go sorry, ahead. I was just gonna say we don't know how tall Ash is. Like if he's ten, he's probably shorter. True that. Okay, that's a really, what, like really good point. With that in mind, his hand would be smaller too, so I don't even know what I think of this. But based on that size in the book being a foot tall, I buy it. Yeah, that's that's fine. Him being on the hand is fine. There might be other shots in the future where I think he looks taller than a foot, but I get, no, that's I have no objection. <laughs> okay. So Pikachu refuses to go into battle against Misty because he adores her. Um, but Misty yells out, Pikachu, you're a Pika pal. <laughs> Just further cementing their relationship. Yeah. Pikachu missed you on. So I thought that was so sweet. And it implies, too, a little bit that regardless of her battle with Ash, it's not so much personal as it's about yeah. the gym. Because, like, that really implies to me, like, yeah, we're all leaving here together. Like, it's okay, yeah. Pikachu, you know? They're still going to be friends. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of, they did a lot with five words. Like, yeah. I thought that really said a lot about kind of like this, like, chill out, Pikachu. Like, almost like if you're play fighting or wrestling and little kids get uptight. You know, sometimes you have to, like, pacify them. Yeah. Like, we're just screwing around or whatever. I don't know. But it's like, yeah, I thought they were, I thought that was a good, good moment. Good moment. But, um, okay. yeah. So, uh, where do we go from there after that nice little saccharine moment? Okay, so, realizing Pikachu doesn't want to fight and being pals. Ash decides to call out some a, a different Pokemon, so he reaches into his belt, pulls out a Pokeball, and calls out uh, his Butterfree. And so Butterfree comes out. Not a bad choice for this water gym, I would say. And uh, Misty then calls out a Staryu. And Ash pulls out his Pokedex to find out, you know, about this Staryu a little bit. And then he makes this snide little comment, like, leave it to a girl to show off her jewelry, because it says something about how Staryu has a jewel in the middle of it, and ag- type thing, right? And again, I'll go, <laughs> <laughs> it's 1997. Your grade. No. Yeah, come on, you gotta watch this through eyes from 1997. Yeah. The eyes of a 10-year-old or something. I know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but then Misty starts flailing her, ar- her arms, like, quit stalling, let's get this battle. And it pans to the sisters talking. Do you think Misty could actually win? Like, mm-hmm. eat this guy? And then they're like, in, maybe in her dreams? Something like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, we pan back to the Pokemon and we start the batter, battle. Uh, pretty epic battle mm-hmm. uh, scene here. We got, like, a bunch of different moves from both Pokemon. Like, in the past, usually it's been, like, one or two moves from each Pokemon. And then that was it. And it was over, right? You know? 
Butterfree would blow Team Rocket out of the cave and blow the smoke away, or you know, Pidgeotto would dive down and hit hit a Weedle and knock it out or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but here we actually have a fair battle, like with uh, both sides doing a couple of different attacks back and forth. Yeah, and some different strategies, and I, I kind of appreciated that a lot. Like we had Misty have Star, you jump into the water and mm-hmm. sp- spray water at Butterfree, and Butterfree use. Poison powder, I think. Or yeah, stun spore, stun spore. I've, I've got the whole breakdown of the fight here, actually. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead? Um, I'll go through that. I wanted to jump back because I forgot to mention because I got all caught up on Ash's casual misogyny there. Um, but I wanted to mention with the Pokedex entry for Staryu, um, in the original Japanese version, there's another um, there's another uh, whatever uh, discrepancy in the English dub. In the original Japanese version, the Pokemon... Oh, the Pokedex mentions that Staryu is actually hermaphroditic. And there's apparently a weird exchange about, like, gender and sexual orientation that takes place between Misty and Ash. Um, so I could get a few rough translations of this, but if somebody's bilingual and they care to offer a bit more insight into this translation of the original Japanese entry, I'd be really curious to hear it with some context. So if anybody listening to this is capable of doing that, please, um, hit us up at gottacatchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, pretty much it, like, it seems to have something to do with the fact that because Staryu's hermaphroditic, it's like, um... Uh, who would who would it mate with? And then, like, I guess Misty has a little something about, like, it doesn't matter that love is love or something. Like, it sounds super progressive for 1997. Okay. Um, but it's a, quite a little thing they have with that Pokedex and dealing with Staryu's gender. There's a whole thing there. And they totally wipe that out in the English version and change it to the fact that he has a gem and girls love to show off their jewelry. Okay. So, I'm disappointed. But, again, it's 1997 and it's a kid's show, so I guess what am I expecting? Through today's lens, I'm deeply disappointed. <laughs> but... But you got... Yeah. But, yeah, so I thought I'd bring that up, because I thought that was definitely worth noting the massive change. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's good. So, like you said, this battle, this battle's pretty epic, and I love calling the calling the Pokemon battles on here. I always take really detailed notes. So, uh, when the battle finally begins, Ash commands Butterfree to use Tackle... Then Misty commands counterattack. Uh, Ash uses dodge and Staryu misses and kind of just flops on the ground. Uh, Butterfree turns back and I presume this is um, Butterfree completing tackle. So Staryu takes two big hits from that attack. Misty then commands Staryu to use water gun. At which point Staryu jumps in the water. Which kind of implies that it explicitly needs to take in water before performing water gun. Um, which, I don't know, last week Staryu took on Meowth, and I don't know if we saw that as a necessity. I don't know if it had a uh, chance. I mean, the, I think it was standing in water, because they fell down that cave into that river or whatever, right? Yeah, that's right, and they were kind of waiting water for a bit. So, you know what? I'll take yeah. that as continuity. Yeah, that, that, that Staryu has to power up, it has to take in water to perform Water Gun. So I'm going to watch for that and see how that goes. Um... Butterfree dodges Water Gun, and Ash instructs him to use Stun Spore. Misty says, oh no, it looks like it's in real pain. Which, what does Stun Spore do exactly? Because I never thought it caused pain. It just paralyzes the Pokemon. Yeah, I thought it was like getting drugged, kind of. Like confusion, paralysis, something like that. I never thought it caused pain, so that was a weird one. 
Um, Misty instructs Stoyu to wash off Sunspore, and it literally just collapses face first into the water and rinses it off, which, I mean, smart move. Simple enough. Um, yep. Ash calls on Butterfree to use sleep powder then. Staryu dives underwater preemptively, so avoiding that, which is a really smart, we're seeing, like you said, very tactical fight here. That's, it's really, that's a really interesting move. And without being told mm. in a really like ham-fisted way we're seeing some of the basic advantages that a water pokemon has in this situation because obviously butterfree can't take shelter underwater from anything yeah um so butterfree performs a very ineffective sleep powder and misty commands stir you to tackle from underwater so it takes several runs of butterfree but keeps missing then there's this cute little bit where pikachu is kind of chewing for misty <laughs> Further cementing that Pikachu likes Misty more than Ash. Yeah. <laughs> and Ash is like, you're supposed to be on my side. And then he just looks really guilty. It's I just, I love Pikachu so much. And he gets so many wonderful moments in this episode. Yeah. Um, so Staryu finally connects with a tackle and Butterfree's knocked into the water, basically rendering him useless. So Ash recalls him. And uh, the three sisters saying like, Misty's actually awesome or something after that, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, okay, yeah. So then they, I guess, realize that like, she's not so bad. That she's a decent trainer, after all. Mm-hmm. So next, Ash summons Pidgeotto. Uh, Misty recalls Staryu and plays Starmie. So this is the first yeah. time we're seeing that she has Starmie. I was a bit confused here. Like, can't you just keep your same Pokemon out in battle if you wanted to? Like, I wonder... Could she have kept Staryu to fight Pidgeotto? Does she actually have to get a new one? Because if she does get a new one, what if it goes one and one or does she put Staryu back out afterwards? Like I know. I wondered about that too, actually. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. No, I, I do. I'm very curious about that. I'm sure there's an official rule on that somewhere. Um, another great opportunity yeah. to reach out to us on social media or the email if you want to. But I'm sure there's an official rule about that somewhere. But I don't know. I was surprised that she called it back too. Now, it seems in some of the games, and I've played very minimal, like Pokemon Masters I've played and really Pokemon Go, and that's almost it. But it does seem like they will call back a Pokemon if it's just weakened and doesn't stand a chance. So mm-hmm. is it just that Staryu's tired and she's like, let's meet fresh with fresh? Maybe, and she can still use Staryu later, though, or because like in the games, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, it's like oh, you could call Staryu back and then send it back out later. Yeah, exactly. The only way I can wanted. accept this is if she can reuse Staryu. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Same, same, same. Okay. It's just, and then she's just calling it back to go fresh versus fresher because she wanted to use a new Pokemon or something. Because mm. there's no other, or reason. because the audience wanted a new Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, there's no other yeah. reason for this. There's no type advantage being gained or anything. So yeah, exactly. Um, but and so even though we're meeting Stormy for the first time, we don't get a Pokedex entry, which is kind of notable. Mm. Instead, Ash commands Pidgeotto to use Whirlwind. Missy says, "Dive under, then up." Which is kind of a weird way of telling Starmie to do the exact same thing Staryu was just doing. But okay. Yeah. Um, he, so Starmie takes his run at Butterfree. He connects, but not with anything major, really. Pidgeotto. Oh, with Pidgeotto, sorry, my bad. Um, thank you. Uh, he connects, but not with anything major. Ash counters with Wing Attack, which is just Pidgeotto straight up slapping the shit out of Starmie. <laughs> <laughs> So that happens. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starmie plummets into the water before shooting back up one more time. This time it clobbers Pidgeotto, but he's still going. 
Ash tells Pidgeotto to use Gust. He does, and it's too much for Stomy, who smashes against the wall and collapses. So Stomy's badly injured um, to the point that the gem in the middle of him is blinking. Um, and Misty says, oh no, his energy's just about to run out. So then, is that when they'd have to take them to a Pokemon Center? Yes, yeah, so <laughs> Staryu's fine, but Starmie isn't, or what? I'm so lost. Then Ash says, alright, Pidgeotto, let's get this trainer badge. So is that implying that he's just gonna destroy what's left of Misty's Starmie? Like, they're friends. Uh, yeah, and he's gonna he's ready to go all out. Like, he's ready to send this Starmie to the Pokemon Center. Like, what kind of awkward trip there is that because assuming they'll travel together do you know what i mean like, yeah it's like you destroyed my star me and now you're coming with me to get it back yeah, like, i want to see that deleted scene but yeah no yeah. doubt so just then the room starts to shake because remember 15 yeah. minutes ago thankfully we don't go there yeah yeah i was gonna say remember 15 minutes ago team rocket stole a vacuum for some reason <laughs> a giant weird vacuum with a giant hose yeah over to you spencer <laughs> <laughs> Well, so all of a sudden the wall, like you said, it starts shaking and the wall comes in. So thankfully we don't have that chance of Ash completely destroying this Starmie. Because who should show up but uh, the infamous Team Rocket as they break through the side wall of the gym? I don't know where they came from here. Like, it's black behind it, but is that... So I'm assuming they didn't come from outside. Yeah. Because you would see some kind of light. <laughs> You'd see the light from outside. So where are they coming from? Just like another room in the gym? One of Did the... they just have to go through like multiple walls to get here? Like what's going on? I was going to say uh, one of the animators had to be home by six that night. That's why there's nothing outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just just to nitpick again and then I'll, I'll get out of here. But just to nitpick them coming through in the tank again. Violet says check out that hair. And then Daisy adds, who invited the party crashers? But Jesse and James are still inside the tank. <laughs> yeah. Violet clearly cannot see their hair. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so they're in this tank, and, uh, yeah. I guess that's the way to describe it. And they got the vacuum on top of it, uh, sitting on top, that giant vacuum they stole. Um, they jump out, you know, do their whole spiel to protect the world from devastation the, you know they're saying thing and then we got jesse and james standing there with meowth and uh it all of a sudden becomes clear like this vacuum goes in and starts sucking up the water and it becomes clear finally to ash of who stole this massive vacuum he's just like zooms in on his face he's like oh so team rocket were the robbers that broke into the store um this this is what's going on for you know the people officer jenny and them are looking for mm -hmm. I should have known. I don't know how he, why he should have known, like, why he would have any reason to believe whatsoever it was Team Rocket that broke into that in the first place. Cause there's like, it only, could have been anyone, Because right? there's only two bad guys in the world, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Or Team Rocket is the bad organization. Everyone else is good. Yeah. There's no, no, no in-between. You're either bad and on Team Rocket, or you're good. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, so they start to suck up the water and suck up most of it, and then Meowth says, has some line of like, oh, we should give it back, and then he flips a switch, and it sprays all the water back out, knocking all our heroes off the side, um, and into the giant pool of water that's coming out super fast, apparently, because there's all of a sudden, goes from none to completely flooding the place, more than there was there to begin with, I think. Yeah, <laughs> good point, I didn't write that down, yeah. <laughs> and... 
and we get a lines like, we gotta protect the Pokemon, and then one of the sisters is like, but like, what about my hair? Because <laughs> she's yeah, more concerned about getting her hair wet than like their whole gym being destroyed by these band of thieves spraying water. Uh, and then Meowth comes in with another line. He's like, okay, time to suck them all back up again and suck up all the Pokemon because somehow that gave them all the Pokemon but not any of the people who are now dr sitting dry on the side again. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, and one of the sisters calls out, like, I'm back, Seal, because we see Seal getting sucked up into this vacuum. Like, he has a choice. Like, this vacuum is super powerful. I don't know how anything's supposed to outspin yeah. that, even like a Gyarados or something. Like, just the rate of speed it's sucking and blowing out water. And then Pikachu's sitting on the side, and he falls into the water, too. Oh, no, poor Pikachu. Oh, he looks so sad. But then Ash gets this sudden revelation, like, oh, wait, water conducts electricity. Pikachu's electric. Let's have him shock. So he, he calls out to Pikachu. He's like, Pikachu, Thunderbolt now, or something. And Pikachu just lights up and does this giant shock, and it just completely lights up the whole room. Team Rocket gets absolutely destroyed by this electric shock coming through the water. You could see them smoking, and then they just fall into the water. And somehow this machine is still working, apparently, even though it got completely <laughs> destroyed by this electric shock, and then Team Rocket gets sucked out. And this part confused me. How is... <clears throat> they're sucking up this water from the pool how is then they get blown out but how is this machine they're sucking out the water blow also blowing this water out of the gym out the other side yeah did you catch that yeah yeah I like caught that. It literally okay go ahead no i was gonna say i caught that and i mean also seal is manning the hose <laughs> Wasn't he just getting sucked up? Like, uh, there's two options. He's stuck in the motor, or he's a hundred miles away by now. <laughs> no, wait, he wasn't manning the hose. He was sitting outside clapping, watching Team Rocket get blasted off again. Okay, I guess, cause he's, but he's right next to the hose, so it kind of looked like he was holding it, I thought. But yeah, he's I, okay, still okay. safe and dry. I don't understand what's happened. And how did he not get obliterated by Pikachu's Thunderbolt? Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, I guess he made it out in time or something. Are you like jumped out of the stream that was sending the Team Rocket out into space or whatever, and because he can swim in water. But why? where is this hose going to? Like, it's presumably going into the vacuum. All of a sudden, they have another hose going out the other end that's shooting the water out. If that was there in the first place, they couldn't have shot the water back in. The water would be all over the grass, all over yeah. the houses. Like, how could they have sucked it back, split it back into the pool in the first place? Okay, I see. I see what you mean. Totally. Yeah. So, what did water? they just all of a sudden add a second hose? Like... <laughs> okay, good point, good point. When did they put the second hose on? Like, when they were getting sucked up, or when, like... And like you said, they blasted know. more water back out than ever was in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Shit. Oh my god, okay, yeah, that's a good point. This episode is hurting my brain, I, I... We... I feel like you're gonna lower it after this. We deserve better. Um... You're so right about that. Uh, so yeah, they get and but at least this time Team Rocket's blasting off again, and you know that makes yeah. me happy. Yeah, it makes us all happy when they get blasting off. But how do they always get back so quickly? Like they, it looks like they're going into the distance, like into space, into the horizon, and a little twinkle far in the sky. Oh yeah, like it looks like they're being shot like a hundred miles away or something, you know? And then they'll make it like, back by roughly this time tomorrow in Pokemon Land. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> by walking, like, they'll walk 100 miles and presumably they're not tired and they've already come up with a new scheme and they put it in action and everything, like, what? 
Anyway. Well, just remember how Pokemon time world. works in Pokemon World. Like, the boulder yeah, last yeah. week sliding down the hill. <laughs> yeah. And everybody yeah, catching up. They'll just get there when they need to. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. No. Um, um, so, yeah, Pikachu's still in peril. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. No, okay, I was just going to say the same thing. You know, we still have Pikachu in trouble here, getting sucked up by this vacuum. Ash is climbing up this vacuum, trying to reach for the lever, dives for it to save Pikachu. And by hitting the lever, apparently the hose decides to turn upwards instead of down now mm-hmm. and shoot Pikachu up instead of back into the pool. And Pikachu comes flying out and lands nicely into Daisy's arms. Yes. Um, and then Misty mentions that they never got to finish their match. And Ash is like, I guess I'm never going to get that Cascade badge. And then Daisy's like, well, and first of all, couldn't they just, like, A, they could finish, and B, couldn't they just make a plan to finish another time? But okay. And then Daisy's like, Vong, we're giving this badge to you. And the justification is that he had, if he had used Pokemon from the start, or, sorry, if he had used Pikachu from the start, (laughs) he definitely could have destroyed Misty's water Pokemon. But Pikachu refused to fight, so that was never on the table. I don't know. And just like that... Ash has his second pity badge. Yeah, so he's got two Pokemon trainer badges already in, in just seven episodes here, and both of them are given to him without actually finishing a fight or winning right? the badge the proper way. Like, I feel like if these are such a big deal, and we learn that there's, like, a Pokemon council and a licensing system and all this, like, if this yeah. is such a big deal, aren't both of these people definitely likely to lose their trainer, you know, status badge, for yeah. doing this? they're just... For just, like, handing out badges willy-nilly? Yeah, this is some hardcore fraud. Like, I, don't, I don't... Yeah, they're just, like, giving these things up. Well, they were about to give uh, give Ash one without even a battle. Like, I know! So, like, yeah, take it. Like, they're, they're handing these things out like candy on Halloween or what? Like Seal um, sucking on it like a candy? I don't, I'm so confused. So, Pikachu's all happy because the family's back together again. Uh, the sisters do some bickering. This last scene is so rushed. But the sisters do some bickering with Misty, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, but you know we love you. She's like, yeah, I know, I love you too. Boom, done. Just wrapped up. Nice little bow. Um, and then Brock comes running up, and this is so cringy. For no good reason, Brock's like, Ash, hey, man. And Ash says, and I goddamn quote, hey, Brocko. <laughs> These two people have never interacted like this at any other point in the series. Why is this happening? It's like because they're good friends now. <laughs> they're doing bad impressions of themselves. Like I don't understand this scene at all. I mean, a lot of my friends, most of my friends, and I, like my group of guy friends and stuff, we we have something we call each other else. We call each other by like it's often just a letter. Like I got one friend I call him V. One friend I call him B. You know, just something like. It's almost like a pet name or something. But only, like, you know, but only but one not, time with no context. <laughs> yeah, but maybe this is the first time they're they're trying it out. They're like, "Hey, Brocco." Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I do get what you're saying. It's just like kind of out of nowhere. It it just didn't fit them. At, like it's not the way they interact with each other in any other given episode. Yeah. Like I don't understand it. I I don't. Um. And even if okay, maybe this is taking it too far. Uh, this wasn't in my notes or anything, but if you break it down, Brocco is kind of like an affectionate, like, I would expect, it makes it feel like Ash is the older one. Even if they're gonna mm, do that. I gotcha. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. And maybe that's really overanalyzing it, but that's what we're here for. I don't know. 
But yeah, any this is half the point of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So we've never heard that nickname before, and I don't think we're ever gonna hear it again. And that made me choke on my tongue when I watched that. I hated that so much. I was like, emb- you know, when you watch something and you're like embarrassed for somebody else. Like it made me uncomfortable to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So um, he says, "How's it, how'd it go?" And Ash shows him the badge, and Brock's like, "Cool, let's go." Like just like yeah, so, just this is just that yeah. Let's go, go, done. I don't, like, that's what I mean by the pacing of this scene is just painful. It's so rushed. So the three of them walk off, and Ash and Misty are still bickering, kind of, and they literally walk off into the sunset, and that's the episode. Bickering like an old couple. Yeah. Like a boyfriend that's not boyfriend-girlfriend deal. Yeah. Like uh, the sisters hinted at. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we get our narrator, like you said, they walk off into the sunset, and we uh, finish up our episode. Yeah. I mean, what a freaking ride. Uh, so, I mean, a great affirmation. Um, I mean, I, uh, I gotta stick with a D. It's not, I don't think it's gonna get better. And I mean, it might be, it would be a D minus if I didn't love Pikachu so goddamn much. <laughs> wow. Like, Pikachu is the best part of this episode. So, Pikachu saved it for you. Oh, definitely. This was a bad episode. I felt like this was a really bad episode. For the way okay. it was done. So what about you? Keeping your grade? So, yeah, it feels like we're getting further and further apart with our grades every week here, no almost, doubt. but, uh, no, I, I'm actually going to keep it, and, but for some different reasons, like, despite the nitpicky stuff that you had, and the, like, the way it was done wasn't maybe the way you hoped or you thought it should be done, uh, I'm going to keep it just based on the fact that, A, Ash got another badge, so we're progressing the series, that was really good. Uh, we get to find out more about Misty's backstory and her life. Like we find out more, we find out why she didn't want to go to Cerulean City. We find out about Cerulean City, her sisters, like her backstory, like where where she fits into this world and everything. So for these kind of reasons, it it adds a lot to the show, a lot of depth to the show, and a lot to the characters going forward. So for those reasons, I'm actually gonna keep my grade. Okay, fair enough. Um, I might add to my grade, like. Thing there, um, I wrote under afterwards D because it was a big one is also why I tore it down. So like all the reasons you're saying, like there was so much potential here. Like we were gonna learn about Misty's past. Ash gets a badge. This was an important episode, and yeah. I thought it was, and I almost it solidifies my grade more that it was such an important episode, and I feel like they dropped the ball so bad. With, like, dialogue and continuity things and just, like, they could have written a better episode with such little more effort. Like, not a lot. Like, they didn't have to change big things. (laughs) So, yeah, from your side, it's, like, what could have been from my side is what it it, it was or what it was. And and I'm seeing that I kind of, my prediction was right at the beginning of this episode where I said, I wonder if I've given it the same grade or the different grade than you for the same reasons. And it kind of is, like... I gave it because of the story and progression. You gave it because of 
what the story missed in the progression because mm-hmm. it was an important episode. We can both agree on that. Yeah, definitely. So that's really interesting. And that's why I give it. Yeah. yeah the, no, it's interesting how we had those two takes. Definitely. That's the awesome thing about how we kind of come at this from two different perspectives. So, yeah. um, so after that joy ride of an episode, um, ah, that would have been a better line in an episode with Nurse Joy. Damn it. Edit that out. Edit it out. Anyways, um, after that joy ride of an episode, we've, uh, still got a few things to go over. We're going to look at who won this episode, talk about our individual picks for scene of the week and quote of the week. I've got an actor spotlight for you guys. Spencer's going to take a look in Spencer's Pokedex. And most importantly, we're going to play some games. But first, oh, yeah. we're going to take a little bit of a break. <laughs> That was that was quite an adventure that episode. Quite an adventure indeed. Um, with that in mind, who do you think won this thing? Wait, you aren't gonna go over grades, or we did that already. We did right? grade affirmation already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right before the break. Shows how much I was paying attention. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So for who won this episode, I went with Ash this time. First time I've gone with Ash. Ooh. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I went with him because. He got another badge. Granted, it wasn't necessarily the way, but he wanted to do it correctly. Like, he wasn't going to accept it at the beginning. Like, when they said, hey, just take your badge for free. He's like, no, I want to do this fair and square. I want to do this right. And so he had his battle with Misty. Um, he he was about to win that battle, or at least Pidgeotto was about to knock out Star Starmie. And nothing really bad happened to Ash at all this episode. Uh, his Pikachu, he, he, he came up with the idea to have his Pikachu shocked. To save the day, right? Yeah. Like, so it was his idea that made saved everybody and, you know, made Team Rocket go blasting off or whatever. He saved the day, too. So for those reasons, I say Ash won this one. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so I like your pick of Ash. And I almost did, too. But the thing that deterred me from doing so was that I didn't think that he earned his badge. Like, that's what... Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. he won, but unfairly. But... You're not wrong, because you mentioned something really interesting, which was the fact that he did try to do it the right way. When they tried to give him the badge, he was like, no, I want to earn this the proper way. So I almost, like, pulled the reins in on myself there, and I think, you know, I think maybe Ash did win this episode. Um, But he wasn't my pick, because I took it away from him for the same reason. But 
I think you might have persuaded me a little bit there. I think I take that back. Um, my yeah, I think pick, Ashwin, who did you have? Yeah, my pick initially, though, was Brock. Um, cause he got to leave the main story and deal with some stuff. Like he got to leave the main story and go deal with some of his own business. We never found out what it was. Yeah. I was going to say, what was that business? <laughs> it could have been something shady. <laughs> According to all the IMDBs and stuff like that. Um, and all the pedias, like the Bulbapedia and IMDB and stuff like that. Um, we, we are never going to find out. We never know where he went, but I think I remember something. And I'll be curious to see if I'm right. And I think they pull major continuity out of this. But on the same token, the IMDBs and stuff should... I keep saying the IMDBs like I'm 80 and I don't understand what the internet is. (laughs) What the fuck? Anyways, like IMDB and the Pedias is what I was trying to say because like Wikipedia, Bulbapedia, all these like fan base things is what I was trying to pluralize. Anyways, um, all those places probably have, you know, they have hundreds of people watching it. They, they probably have a better idea than me, but we'll see. Mark my words right now, though. I think something came of this. Okay. So, okay. Um, and I'll, I'll go as far as to say I think it involves a new Pokemon and I'll leave it there. Um, All right. But other than that, I didn't think anybody else really won this. And I didn't think Ash did for the reasons I said before. So I gave it to Brock. Okay. So um, lately I've just been giving it to the person who had the least trouble to deal with. (laughs) Yeah. The person that was involved in the episode the least. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel for them. They didn't have to deal with that crap. That's what I like. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see who I pick next week. But that's, yeah, it's got to be Brock this week, I think. Um, for scene of the week. All right, so I ended up going with the whole uh, battling scene, like you know, between uh, Ash and Misty, and then even taking that a little bit further when they had the battle kind of thing with Pikachu shocking Team Rocket and saving the day. But that whole scene was the first time we got to see, you know, a really drawn out battle where it wasn't just one or two moves from either side. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of attacks going back and forth, so I thought that was pretty cool and well done. So that became my favorite scene there. Okay, okay. Again, good pick. Yeah. Okay, and maybe that was the more... Maybe that's the more obvious choice. Like, I feel like a lot more people will agree with you, probably, Mm -hmm. that that would have been the scene of the week. Um, Mine was just a guilty pleasure, and it's not even one scene. So, I mean... Is it you again? It barely counts. No. uh Okay, okay. It's every time Pikachu just wants his little family back together. <laughs> so it is Pikachu again. Yeah. It's like like with Brock leaving, Pikachu gets really bummed out. When Misty doesn't come, he gets like really sad. Then when he sees Misty again, he like brightens right oh, up with like his, his little ears and everything. And like I just I love it every time because all Pikachu wants is yeah. everybody together. And he was such a hard ass when we met him. And I think it's just yeah. so sweet that like that's what it takes for his world to be okay is that those three people be in the same place yeah like it no that's cool i like it so so that was my she's always cute very nice yeah just uh just a uh a mashup of all the times that he he looked sad (laughs) yeah so um and quote of the week all right my quote uh is actually kind of two quotes here we got uh jesse and james actually so they're you know, just little cheesy uh, cheesy quotes, but I thought they were kind of funny. Is just James going, 
when they were getting sucked up by the their own vacuum, and James is like, now I know how it feels to be all washed up. <laughs> and then Jesse's like, we'll never come clean. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I just thought the, the ridiculousness and hilarious of that, I had to pick those. So those are my quotes, or quote of the week. Yeah, fair enough. Sometime, because they are so... <laughs> off the wall with their little one-line things. Yeah, yeah. One of these times exactly. my pick is going to be Team Rocket. There's another yeah. good moment in there when they're coming through the door. Uh, going, coming through the door, sorry, no. Coming through the grate um, to get into the building, and I'm just seeing if I can find it here, if I can find that quote, because I think I got it right here. Um, if I go here... Yeah, when they're coming through the gate... Uh, through the. What is wrong with me? When they're coming through the vent... Um, and James says the coast is clear. Jesse goes, nothing to fear. And Meowth goes, nobody here. (laughs) (laughs) I think I missed that, but yeah. It's just so, like, what? Like, I'm shaking my head right now. Podcast listeners can't see that. But, like, just, like, it's just so what? Like, (laughs) so, yeah, no, there's some good, yeah, some good stuff with Team Rocket there. I agree. That's a good pick. Um, my pick for quote of the week was, um, during the battle when, uh, Pikachu doesn't, won't attack Misty, and Misty goes, Pikachu, you're my Pika-pal. Yeah. Cause it's just so, it was such a, I just felt like they were the most powerful four words in the whole episode. I wondered if that would be your pick when we were talking about the episode. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking this might actually be his pick. Yeah, yeah. I tried not to, to spoil it, it, but I know I like yeah. really, I really like, I know I was really enthusiastic I, about it. Yeah, I was thinking that was going to be it. I'm glad I, I was able to pick on that. But yeah, because it's delivered. Uh, who is it, Rachel Lillis? It's delivered in just such a really, really genuine way that like jumps apart from all the other lines, and also it just means so much and I talked about that during the episode um but I guess just like it's that notion that like they are all leaving there together that's the best way I can summarize it like it doesn't matter what happens Mm -hmm. like they are going to be leaving there together Pikachu like they they camp together on the road they've spent it's inferred that they've spent all this time together and grown so close and it's just like her reassuring Pikachu that like that's not this isn't the end of that you know so yeah so it's got to be that because I just I I put so much weight into on that line and I think it was just beautifully delivered. Um, All right. As we get into our actor spotlight, I'll just keep uh, raving about Rachel Lillis for a second because when Team Rocket shows up this time too in this episode, it's really apparent that they don't use the same line read for every time because. Gosh, she digs in! Jesse in this episode, the delivery is just phenomenal. She is so into her Team Rocket shit. Oh, I don't know if I picked up on that. In this episode. When she's doing the line reading, like, it's gravelly, and she's just, like, she's really into it compared to previous episodes. And I got a kick out of that. Um, I made a note of it, but then I didn't want to hold up that part of the episode, so I thought I'd mention it during our spotlight. That's fair, yeah. 
So part of the reason I mentioned that doing Spotlight was because uh, this week I wanted to look at the three girls, Daisy, Lily, and Violet, the three sisters. Um, and when I dug into that a little bit, I found out that Violet is played by Rachel Lillis, uh, who I've been raving about, who is Jesse and Misty. Um, and May- and Lily is played by Megan Hollingshead, who we've talked about at length in the past. She, uh, plays Nurse Joy most, uh, memorably. Um, and we did an actor spotlight for her in episode three. Um, this is tricky. Hold on. Uh, where we looked at episode two of Pokemon Indigo, Pokemon Emergency. So that brings us to the last Cerulean sister, Daisy, who is played by Lisa Ortez, who we have not had an actor spotlight on yet, and who I'll be talking about a little bit today. All right. Yeah. So um, this is pretty much her only thing in Indigo, as far as I can tell, unless she could have done voices for a couple Pokemon, because that was quite common. But in X and Y, she played a character called Karina, and in Sun and Moon, she played Ashes, Litten, and Toracat. Two things I know nothing about. I just said all what? those words. Yeah, I don't even know what those words are. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to assume Litten and Toracat are Pokemon. But in her credits, she specifically plays Ashes, Litten, and Toracat. So, I don't know if that means that they're different. They have different voices now. Like, individual Pokemon have different voices. That You know what I mean? That isn't just mm-hmm. type. I don't, I don't know. So that's kind of bizarre. Uh, in addition to that, <clears throat> in addition to that, she's done a lot of work um, in anime dubs, which we see a lot with her actor spotlights. Um, she's done 50 dubs. She's done 10 straight up cartoons. Uh, she's done six movies, live action. Uh, and she's done nine video games, among which are Smite. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Can't say I have. Prob- oh, I was gonna say that might be more your world because you're so involved in streaming than it is yeah. mine. Yeah, Smite uh, is a kind of sounds familiar, but yeah, it's like an MMORG or whatever. You know, the massive M- like MMORPG. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, it's one of the big ones. Um, and it's you're like gods, and stuff like that is what it's based on. So you have, like, uh, omnipotent powers and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, she was also in Grand Theft Auto Vice City um, in very tiny roles. She plays some of the pedestrian voices, and she's also an announcer in one of the commercials. So I thought that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another, I'm finding, like, a lot of these actor spotlights are really impressive resumes, you know? They've done a lot of different things. Yeah, no doubt. It wasn't limited to Pokemon by any stretch here. Mm-mm. No, and I wondered about that. Um, some kids' shows from back then that have become, like, legacy shows kind of do have that... Go Like, Power Rangers is an example where um, a lot of the people didn't go on to do... And this isn't across the boards by any stretch of the imagination. I'm taking the vast majority didn't go on to do bigger and better things, really, unfortunately. And I don't mean that to sound super shady, but do you know what I mean? Like, What is better than Power Rangers? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, I love that show. I wouldn't mind one day doing the pilot of Power Rangers for uh, a special, for a bonus episode, but we'll have to talk about that. Just because I love the show, not because that has anything to do with Pokemon, but because it was out around the same time it came from Japan and I can make a case for it. So... Yeah. I mean, I watched the show too, so I could I could definitely join you for that. <clears throat> yeah, because that's an amazing show to rewatch. Oh my god. Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> we're here to talk about Pokemon and yeah, Actors Spotlights. And... So let's see what's in Spencer's Pokedex this week. 
All right. Well, I got a few things for you today, as we know, or have you, if you had watched some previous episodes, uh, we got a new gym badge. So my Pokedex has little blurbs about our gym leaders. Uh, Brock's was quite long. Misty's is is a bit long as well. Uh, it's definitely not as long as Brock's was. Uh, they get smaller, considerably smaller after that, but it kind of makes sense because she's a main character. So uh, let's get into this. We got uh, our Cerulean City gym leader. Gym leader Misty. Uh, Misty is a talented, loyal, adventurous, and caring. She comes from a family of gym leaders. She is the youngest of four sisters, Violet, Lily, and Daisy. The sensational sisters share responsibilities for the Cerulean City Gym. They also share a passion for raising water Pokemon. But too much sharing can be frustrating. Misty is tired of broken hand-me-downs, worn-out clothes, and broken dolls. She's had enough of living in the shadows of her beautiful sisters, and she's definitely sick of getting picked on. So, she is taking a break from gym life to develop her talent as a Pokemon trainer. She is traveling with her friends Ash and Brock. Her biggest frustration is her Psyduck, who doesn't listen to her words she says. Her biggest joy, Togepi, her baby Pokemon. Alright. Wow. Uh, Miss spoilers. A little bit, maybe, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> maybe I should have read it through at first, but uh, or <coughs> no. skip, the, skip that little part. But anyway, <clears throat> Misty's specialty... Water Pokemon, the Pokemon she uses when she's in the gym, are Staryu and Starmie. Her other Pokemon, Goldine, Psyduck, Corsine, Togo. Uh, Cerulean City Gym Prize is the Cascade Badge. Okay. So, there, everything you need to know about Misty. Uh, and because we need to do some Pokemon here, too, we're going to do her Pokemon that she used in battle, Staryu and Starmie. Oh, okay, I'm looking forward to this. So, Water Type, uh, Type Star Shape, Height. This is Staryu, first of all. Um, height is 2 feet 7 inches. What? It, okay. Okay, this is actually... I'm looking at both of them side by side because I have pages, and there's some, some interesting things. I'll bring it up when I go through Staryu, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, weight of Staryu, this this one kind of takes me by surprise, 276 pounds. What? Did that thing look 276 pounds to you? Okay, wait, how big is it? 2 feet 7 inches. That doesn't make any sense! <laughs> how is it so... It doesn't look like it's giant... Uh, I don't know what. I'm I mean, so I guess confused. it's really heavy. I guess it's like a solid mass or something. Is it a black hole? That's huge. Okay. Techniques. Oh my God. So many yeah, questions. Yeah, just already. sit up. There, there's some more questions coming up when we get to okay. okay. Techniques: tackle, uh, water gun, harden, recover, swift, minimize, light screen, and hydro pump. It's good against fire, ground, and rock types. It's bad against water. Question mark? Okay. Electric, grass, and dragon types. Evolution is the water stone. <clears throat> and the bio? Staryu doesn't move with arms or legs like most Pokemon. This mysterious creature uses its psychic powers to get from place to place. It can easily regrow any of the Staryu points it loses in battle. Staryu uses Mirage to improve its chances to avoid an attack. Okay, first of all, it didn't say Mirage. It's one of its techniques. No. But also... If it can regrow its limbs, why does it ever need a Pokemon Center? I know. So does it then? I don't but know. What if it ran out of energy? Like Misty's was about to succumb to something. The Starmie that wasn't was anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it said psychic powers. It does not list psychic for Staryu at no. all. No, psychic really got my ears up too. Yeah. What the hell? So that's kind of weird slash interesting slash I don't know. Yeah. Because when we go over Starmie list the element as water slash psychic. Really? So now it's part psychic. 
Maybe the ability type? to more evolved in that? I guess. Now here's what gets me. Okay, height is three feet seven inches, so it's an extra exactly one foot taller. Yeah. Weight, a hundred and seventy-six pounds. So it's lighter. It's a hundred pounds lighter. Ah. But it looks bigger. It's bigger in size. It ha so does it go from being a solid to mass to light? Is there that a typo in this book? Whoa. Is it supposed to be reversed? Yeah. Was oh Staryu just supposed to be 76 pounds, and then it becomes 176 pounds? Oh my god, okay, that's so weird. There's so many unanswered questions there. No freaking doubt! Okay, so, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, while you're doing that, I'm gonna ask Bulbapedia what it thinks. So, for Starmie... Yeah. Um, come on, load. So, for Starmie, I have... This is very anticlimactic because it didn't well, load, load as quickly. Well, as well I it's loading. I can go through this. <laughs> yeah, go through ahead. the rest of this. Okay, so techniques are tackle, water gun, and harden. Now I would say only three techniques. What? Why? Because yeah. Staryu had so many. So I might question. Well, maybe these are the additional ones that Staryu didn't have. But when you look at Staryu, it already has tackle. It already has water gun. It already has harden. Yeah. So and is is something just mixed up with these? Is like the bios or not the bi the techniques supposed to be switched? Is I wouldn't have thought psychic of psychic water thing either. Yeah, yeah. So how? What's your weight for? Uh, sorry. What's your weight for Starmie? Starmie, one hundred and seventy-six. Yeah, that's what I have. Okay. On Bulbapedia. Check Star you. Okay. Um, Starmie is good against fire, ground, rock, fighting, and poison. Bad against water, electric, grass, dragon, and psychic. Okay. Evolution is the water stone. So maybe... Oh, I don't know. There's just unanswered questions here. So what does Staryu weigh? 276 pounds. Whoa. Okay, get this. Hold the phone. Um, Staryu on Bulbapedia is listed at 76.1 pounds. Okay, so I'm wondering if this is a misprint or a typo, and it's supposed to just say 76, not 276. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense to me. It would make a lot more sense. Like, of course, yeah. God, I wonder if there's a typo in that book, and if there is, I wonder if you have a rare printing of it. I doubt it's a, it's a rare print, but if it was, all of a sudden, hey, my book's worth a lot, even though it's it's not in the greatest condition because I've used it so much, even just on the show, like, using it every week, but... Yeah, it would just be unique, though. Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. Some huh. some conflict there. Yeah. Uh, and then the bio for Starmie. That is very interesting. Yeah. Starmie is an impressive sight to see. The jewel at its center is highly valued. Valued. It glows with the seven colors of the rainbow. Starmie cannot move as quickly or easily as its unevolved form, but it, its many-sided skin gives it a lot of protection. And this one is also a Pokedex pick. Oh, okay. uh, Misty Starmie is one of her favorite Pokemon to use in battle. Hmm. Okay, then. There you go. That's what's in my Pokedex. This wow, week. that was a fascinating Pokedex this week. Yeah, very interesting. No doubt. Wow. Wow. That's good. Okay. I guess that brings us to the uh, highlight of the show, you know, really why we come here every week, um, is to play some games. Yeah, it's not for the episode or no. the rest of the stuff we talk about. It's to play these games. Don't be silly. Of course it is, yes. Do we have uh, the Pokemon descriptions from our parents this week? Yes, we do. Oh, yes. 
So yeah, that's the goal. These ones are my favorite ones. These are my favorite ones to do. I like just hearing them describe it. I know what they come up with. You know, you will not be disappointed. Okay, I'm excited. All right, so we're starting with backwards Pokemon. What? I know. This... I heard something that sounded like wheeze, but wheezing backwards would not sound like wheeze. No. And there's music too, of course, right? Yeah. Sounds like it ends in a Z, which makes me think like think it should start with a Z. What starts with a Z? I'm probably just I'm probably just gonna be burning a guess here, but um, Zubat? No. No, but reasonable, a hundred percent understandable why you would pick that. Yeah. Uh, so what okay. do you want, a letter or a uh, type? I'll take a type. Okay, psychic. Psychic. So it's not the other Z Pokemon I could think of. Zapdos. <laughs> uh, can I hear it again? Yeah. That sounds so short. Ah. Uh, uh, Jinx. <laughs> he strikes again. Nice. Yeah, no doubt. I can't I believe like, you well, got Jinx out of that. It sounds like nothing, and then just... It did yeah. nothing. Like, it just... Well, I'm like, if it's Z, not a Z, what else does it sound like? Maybe a J? Wow. Short Jinx? Wow. Oh, yeah. Good lord, I can't believe you pulled that out. I'm off to a good start here. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, so I have a note about the next one, but I can't tell you until after, because it would be a hint. Okay. Sounds like you're saying slime. <laughs> Very enthusiastically, though. Yeah. Um. Oh, I really have no guess for this. Uh, I don't know. Slime! 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 This sounds like maybe it ends in an M or something. Um, Moltres? Uh, no. No. Uh, I'll take a first letter this time. M. Oh, so I was right, it does. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, that's not bad. Slime! 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 Oh, I still don't know. Um, what starts with an M? I don't know, a, a Mankey? No, but interesting. That, that could have been possible. Okay, so now I'm going to have a bonus hint for you. But you want to type? Yeah. Type is normal. Here's the bonus hint and my horrible confession. We may have done this already. What? I feel like we've done um, this already. That or I... Yeah. Uh, yes! <laughs> I think we have done it. Yeah, it is Meowth. We're getting repeats already, seven episodes in. I know. After I did it, I did the whole thing, and then I went to save it, and it came up with a file that had the same name, and I was like, what? No! <laughs> oh, 
no. So I was like, well, it's like I'm trying to get this done. So and yeah, it turned out we'd already done it. So I suck. My bad. Um, this next one, I'm pretty sure we haven't done. I think we. Yeah, never mind. This next one, I I know that we haven't done. Okay. He says with confidence. Holy crap. Uh, Scyther? No, reasonable. Alright, I'll take the type. Bug grass. Oh, I got the right type. Yeah, he did. Um. Bug grass. It, it almost sounded like you were saying Bulbasaur or something, but that's not bug, so it can't be that. Um, Parasect? Yes! <laughs> I don't know half of that came <laughs> Wow! I don't know how you get some of these! I don't either. Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm getting better at these backwards one as we go, every week as we go through it. I'm kind of hearing... Or picking things out more that are kind of leading me towards more Pokemon. Yeah, it, it, it ends on a hard letter or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that was insane. Because we've done Paris before. Yeah. So for a second I was like, oh god, have we done this? And no, no we haven't. No we haven't. <laughs> oh wow, that that's really, yeah, that was really good. So you're three for three. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not too shabby. I thought there was going to be some hard ones in there. Jinx, I thought maybe... It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Like, I must have underestimated you. Okay, so now I'm so scared, but you have Pokemon descriptions for me, eh? I do. Let's see if you can uh, do as well. Go three for three or what? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Okay, hit me. Alright, this, this Pokemon's speed and sharpness increase as it evolves, or as they evolve. Uh, this Pokemon can fly two miles above the ground faster than the speed of sound. And they hunt on the surface of the water at top speed. They catch uh. unsuspecting, unsuspecting fish element prey like Magikarp. You don't know how confident I was. For something? Right up until you said skimming along the surface of the water or whatever. I kind of want to know what your guess was before that. Rapidash. Is that... Are we counting that as a guess? No. Or no? Okay, okay. I don't want to. I mean, because I wasn't gonna. I was just saying that was my guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, skimming yeah, along okay. the surface of the water, I think we can assume. Can I uh, remove that clue so you can guess Rapidash and be wrong? I mean, <laughs> be right. <laughs> what, um... God, can you read it again? This Pokemon's speed and sharpness increase as they evolve. That, I can't say anything. Uh, this Pokemon can fly two miles above the ground and faster than the speed of sound. Two miles. When they, yeah, when they hunt on the surface of the water at top speed to catch unsuspecting fish like Magikarp. Oh, there's another one I'm thinking of, and I can't think of what it's called. Oh, that's what it's called, but that doesn't seem right. Um, is it Zapdos? Nope. 
Okay, can I get a first letter? P. Okay, that wasn't the other thing I was gonna guess either then. Um, what were the other, the other thing you were thinking of? Um, Articuno. Mm. But not Moltres? Um, well, those, in that, in that whole family, yeah. Um. Well, I could tell you they don't evolve, and this said something about evolving, so. Yeah, no, that's true. At least not that we know of. Nowadays, you never freaking know. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that and be like, and someone come up and be like, well, actually, in you know the sixth gen, Zapdos has a baby form. Yeah. Like, what, what? what moves that fast? I can't think of anything known for that much speed. Like, I mean, I can, but nothing that fits into this. Mm -hmm. Um, and it obviously flies, and it starts with a. Obviously flies, I mean, I'm going with the fact it obviously flies. It starts with a P, but I mean, I don't imagine a Pidgeotto going mock chicken. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they move that fast. Come up with a guess. Need I've a guess. I've got nothing. I've got literally nothing. I hate when it gets to this point. Um, but it's at this point that I always come up with it, too. <laughs> I know. You just pull it out of a hat. Oh, All right. Well, because I think it's one guess. thing I haven't thought of. Um, I need to guess. Okay, I'll say Pidgeotto. I know it's not, but I need I need hints. It is not. No, what type? Normal slash fly. Yeah, see, I knew that already. Nothing moves that fast, and so it's the P, though. I'm literally no further ahead for having that hint. You realize that, right? Probably. Um, oh, I don't want to lose like this, though. This is so sad. Somebody out there is listening to this, and they know, like, they know... A hundred percent what this is. Yeah, this is your last guess. It's do or die here. Uh, and it's normal flying. So it's not like I'm off base with my thinking. I am trying to think of the right thing. Um, I'm ready to mark down if you're right or wrong on this. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm gonna. This. I need a time limit in the future. We always say that. I've been saying that for like so many episodes now. Um, I don't know, Aerodactyl, I don't know, I got nothing. Wrong. What is it? Obviously, ah, oh, now you're gonna hate yourself. The Pidgeot. No! What Pidgeotto evolves into. <clears throat> I do not read that again! Pidgeotto's speed and sharpness increase as they evolve into Pidgeot. Pidgeot can fly two miles above the ground and faster than the speed of sound. No. When they hunt, Pidgeot fly on the surface of the water at top speed to catch unsuspecting fish element prey like Magikarp. I do not buy that. I don't agree. That's no. The speed. I will take a picture of it for the you. The speed. No, I believe you <laughs> that they wrote that pile of crap, but there's no way. They don't, I never ever conceived of them moving that quickly. I wrote that off at the very beginning. Because there's no way in my mind that they moved that quickly. You did guess Pidgeotto. Oh, I'm And I'm bitter. like, oh, he's probably gonna get this. But I threw it away, though. I threw away yep. Pidgeotto. Yeah. I said just because, and I know it's not gonna be, but I need the hint. Pidgeotto, because I thought that was a stupid guess. Like, I never, uh, ever would have gotten around to pitch. There's not there's not enough hints. Well, maybe you can uh, make it up on this next Pokemon. Oh, I'm bitter. Okay. Well, then you better uh, get this next one. All right. This Pokemon can't fly very well, but they're so fast they don't need to. 
This Pokemon, these Pokemon have giant feet that leave huge footprints in the ground. Oh dear lord. Good luck. Golduck? Nope. Can I get a letter? D. A what? Oh. D. I was all prepared for it to be Psyduck. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's a D, you said? Yep. D, and it can't fly very well and at least big footprints. Could you read it to me one more time? Because I don't think it was very long. Yeah. Uh, this Pokemon can't fly very well, but they're so fast they don't need to. These Pokemon have giant feet that leave huge footprints in the ground. Um, oh, what's the thing from the top? The, the, the can't fly. They can't fly in real life either. Um, uh, uh, Doduo. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about giving you an inconspicuous slash kind of hint, like uh, two heads are better than one. You might need two people to think about this. Nice. Oh, that yeah, that would have given it to me right away. I just needed a minute to connect the dots, and sometimes I panic because we're recording, and I'm like, <laughs> think quick, think quick, and I don't think of anything. Damn. Well, no, you got it right. That's one for two. Yeah. You, you redeemed yourself. Okay. Nice. Okay, now I'm ready. I won't need any hints this time. Okay. This Pokemon. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I just need a minute. <clears throat> okay. Let's see if I can get this. Okay. Uh, this Pokemon uses parts of ancient Pokemon to make armor and weapons. Uh, it can use boomerangs and clubs with amazing accuracy. People don't know what its real face looks like. Oh yeah! <laughs> you got it? You know, uh, yeah, yeah, oh I got it, I got it alright. You know when I said I wouldn't need any hints? You were right. Yeah. I hope. Um, would it be a Cubone? It is. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Cubone uses the bones of ancient Pokemon to make armor and crude weapons. It uses yeah, boomerangs and clubs with amazing accuracy. And because Cubone never takes off its skull helmet, no one knows what Cubone's real face looks like. Yeah, it does. Nice. Okay. Nicely done. Right. So two, two for three ain't bad. Two for three, one without a hint. Yeah, That's what's very nice. Said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was an easy Making one. Up for that Fine. Pidgeot. It was an easy one. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it could have oh, been Marowak or something too. Yeah, it could have been Marowak. That's what I was afraid of. That's why I was but, a little. I mean, you still. That's why I was a little hesitant yeah. when I said, "Is it Cubone?" <laughs> like I was a little bit hesitant, but yeah. it's pretty sure. You still would have got a second guess in that Oof. case. Yeah, I still would have got a second guess. Um, okay, wow. So now, the highlight of this entire show. As the you thing know, we've all been waiting for. Well established, yeah. Listening to crazy descriptions from our parents. Yeah. Or I think it might just be your parent this time. It's just my parent this time, yeah. Is the way. Because I am an uncle and she's with my sister. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey. Did we say that? I don't think we did. We talked about it during the break, the but break, yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, I, it may be a weird time to throw that in, but I am officially an uncle now. Woo-hoo. My sister had a baby girl. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> don't know a name or anything. I got a picture. Congratulations. You know, cute little weird looking thing, but uh, <laughs> you know, human it's, baby. It's a baby. Or, it's a human baby. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting anything else, but... <laughs> 
Well then, yeah. on that note, <laughs> you describe humans like my father describes Pokemon. <laughs> it's got some hair. It's got no. yeah. it's like a human baby. <laughs> yep. Are you ready? I am. Here we go. Oh, I can't think of what you call those creatures. He looks like an evil one of them. Um, Erna had one. Ow! Oh, he looks like an evil, evil hedgehog. Done. He looks like an evil hedgehog. Um, Sandslash? <laughs> yes, it is. The hedgehog, get it? Yes, yep. it is. I wondered if nice. the, I wondered if the hedgehog would do it. Yeah, no yep. doubt. Okay, there we go. Okay, ready? Yep. Here we go. Okay, I'm only going to give you one description for this. It's like the devil's wearing a fur collar, playing with a yo-yo. Oh, yeah. Okay, hang on. So, I'll let you listen to that again. Description for this. It's like but the also, devil's... listen at the end, because their cat okay, makes a cameo. I'm only going to give one description for this. It's like the devil's wearing a fur collar, playing with a yo-yo. Okay. <laughs> I was I almost tuned that out just focusing to try and hear the cat. My little buddy. Alright, um A yo yo. Yeah. A guy in a cape with a yo yo? The devil's playing with a yo yo. What the heck is that? Who has a yo yo? Did we say cape? I think you said cape. No, didn't I didn't mean to no here, let's listen to that again. Let's take that one more time. Give you one description for this. It's like the devil's wearing a fur collar, playing with a yo-yo. Fur collar. Hypno? Yeah, it is. Aw, yeah. First guess. Wow, look at you go two for two on the first Wait, guess. Yeah, not bad. I did Your mine dad's with... getting uh, better explaining these or something. Yeah, no doubt. I did mine without a hint, and you're like, here... Hold my beer. It's almost like we're watching Pokemon and getting used to the Pokemon show again. You know, things are coming back. We're remembering stuff. I know, right? Okay, now I think this is the description to end all descriptions. Oh, dear. Did we ever go through these fast with no hints and no thinking? Wow. Pidgeot gave you trouble. Mm. Oh, my God. It's just adorable. But it does need a claw trimming, an L trimming, um, and, uh, let me see. Its tail, if you would, looks like a, um, what do you call those, uh, long balloons you make animals out of. Uh, it looks like an animated, it looks like a balloon tail, if you will. Oh, yeah. Well, those ears, uh, I'll say kind of look like musical symbols of a description. Uh, perhaps not placed right, but or a money sign. Uh, I'm not quite sure. And the big mouth on it, well, it's interesting. Uh, it's got a left and right tooth, and that's it. Can't really do much damage from what I can tell. Gummy it at that, that would be about the extent of it.
And as it lays there, its uh, posture and its pose, ooh, I don't know. Looks like it may be waiting for its mate to come along. Wow. That's quite the description. That was hardcore. Well, when he first started and said cute, the first thing I thought it was Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone thinks Pikachu is cute. Yeah. But, um, oh, I have a guess. I don't know if I'm right or not, though. I don't... Uh, is it a, a, a Persian? No. Oh, okay. I was like, nails, you clip. It's kind of got a long tail. So I'll play it for you again, but uh, you, you should I have, need a hint. Yeah, too. you need a hint first is what I was going to say. So do you want a letter or do you want a type? Uh, we'll take it. Oh, I don't know. Type. Water psychic. Water psychic, okay. Oh my god. It's just adorable. But it does need a claw trimming. An L trimming, um and uh let me see. It's tell if you would, looks like a um oh what do you call those? Uh long balloons you make animals out of uh, it looks like an animated it looks like a balloon tail if you will oh yeah well those ears uh i'll say kind of look like musical symbols of a description uh perhaps not placed right but or a money sign uh, i'm not quite sure and the big mouth on it well it's interesting uh it's got a left and right tooth, and that's it. Can't really do much damage from what I can tell. Gummy it at that, that would be about the extent of it. And as it lays there, its uh, posture and its pose, ooh, I don't know. Looks like it may be waiting for its mate to come along. <laughs> okay. Um... A slowpoke? How the fuck do you do that? Is that right? Oh my god! I was god. trying to think of what is a water psychic no. type. And the only things I could come up with were slowpoke, no. slowbro, psyduck, and golduck. No! I cannot even! I limited it to those four, and I'm like, which has the longest tail? Are you I'm hacking like, well, into my computer or something? It can't be slowbro, because his tail's like being eaten by a shell or something so it's how oh. did you do that oh i can't nice oh nice. my freaking god man nice i'm just in disbelief i don't even know oh my god okay uh -huh. well what's it took me two guesses but for me to even say I don't know how you got Slowpoke out of that. Did you, yeah. did you out there listening, figure that out at some point? Am, am I the only one that thinks that was a really hard thing to deduce? Like, I let us know. Um, speaking of which, you can find me on Twitter at OffTheLP. Uh, you can follow the show on Facebook and Twitter at GottaCatchPod. Um, you can email us, email at... <laughs> 
you can email us at gottacatchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you give public speaking lessons, Toastmasters, hit me up. Um, also, uh, if you just want to congratulate Spencer for being superhuman, I mean, I don't even know how you do that. Um, go ahead and do all that. And most importantly, don't forget to change your underwear every single day. Bye-bye. See y'all next week. <laughs> oh my god. Now, Professor Birch and I have something to give both of you. Awesome, a new Pokédex. Gotta watch them again is a rewatch type podcast. It is hosted by Paul, Johnson, Spencer, McKinnon, and other guests. This particular podcast can be found on Facebook and on Twitter at Gotta Catch Pod. You can email this podcast at gottacatchpodcast at gmail.com. One of the best ways to capture this type of podcast is to leave a five-star review on iTunes. This type of podcast appreciates you listening. <laughs> oh my god, how the fuck did you get Slowpoke out of that? I... I have well, you said oh, just... you said water psychic. I narrowed it down to four Pokemon: I... Slowpoke, Slowbro, Psyduck, and Golduck. Oh and I was like, God. okay, which one is makes the most sense? I didn't get the money thing. I had no idea what he's talking about. Unbelievable. The tail thing. I'm like, well, it can't be Slowpoke. Probably not Psyduck. So yeah. I just went with one of them. There's some things you could because of the tail. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Unbelievable. Unjessica believable. <laughs> <laughs> We're all full of the puns today. Oh, man. Hey. This is Tricky Hold On, uh, where we first go to the Pokemon Center there. Um, and, uh, sorry, I'm totally off base. <laughs> I'm going to start over.